This is the Top Deck Podcast, sponsored by Gamers and Geeks, 4805 Moffett Road, Suite N, Mobile, Alabama, 36618. Not just a game store, a gaming community. Find out more at www.gamersandgeeks.com or visit Facebook, Gamers and Geeks. This is Season 2, Episode 1 of the Top Deck Podcast. I'm Jesse Green, a.k.a. Salty J, alongside Jimmy Smith. What's up? How's everybody doing? What's up, brother? It's been a long time in the booth. Had to take a little time off trying to get uh, stuff in order. Yeah, that's right. Season 2, baby. Season 2, man. <laughs> I'm, uh... Man, been dealing with this house stuff still after the damn hurricane, insurance, trying to fix another house to sell. Got a baby on the way. About to open up a restaurant, probably. I mean, I'm just like freaking everywhere, bro. All in all different kind of directions. That being said, I hadn't even got to play that much magic. You know, <laughs> uh, I got to play a little bit of arena the other day. And just looking at the format and after talking to you, you know, I just put together like a suboptimal blue-white Flyers deck. Yeah, how did it go? Went undefeated with it. Nice. So I think it's still got, I mean, I don't even have all the cards for it that I want to put in there, but I think going Flyers with this meta might actually be a pretty good idea from what I'm seeing because the ground's getting clogged up. Yeah, it is. Um, There's a lot of random <clears throat> strategies going around. Speaking of the meta, man, I hadn't gotten to play that much of the, the new standard with Throne. I know you got to play more than I have. Yeah, I've played How do you feel bit. about it? Um, there's a lot of Field of the Dead rolling around, and anybody who's kind of been keeping up with it, there's a abandoned, restricted announcement coming up really soon. A lot of people are... Is it next week? I think so. Monday, right? Yeah. Yep. They actually upped it. Yes. From where it was going to yes. be, right? <laughs> so if they upped it, there's a re- they're saying it's because of certain schedule conflicts and all that. Let's be real. They don't want a stagnant standard set yep. after coming off War of the Spark and all that kind of stuff. That was excitement. Um, to me, the excitement just hasn't been here yet because there's so many, the same decks are getting put out there. Oh yeah. Like, I mean, everybody's playing the same stuff. Yeah. It's like 40% of the meta is Field of the Dead. Yeah. And Golos. Yeah. So, yeah. 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 Well, they kind of, they kind of go like one and the same. Like the Golos goes and finds the Field of the Dead and then yeah, it just kind of sure. snowballs after that. And that's kind of what I actually played against it with Flyers and I felt good about the matchup. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was a long matchup. It feels like the standard slowed down yeah, compared to where it was, yeah, it has. and so now you're playing longer matches. Which sometimes I feel like it's fine. That's cool. We're getting some interaction in, but sometimes I'm like, man, this thing is just dirtling. It's dragging on. Like, it's I'm, fun if you haven't played Magic in a little bit, and you play like three games like that. You're like, oh, this is good. But then when you're like trying to jam out games to like either like up your rank or just get a bunch of testing in, and long drawn out games like that. But I'm just thinking about paper too, man. Like how many how many matches are going to go to time with this yeah. style? I mean, I think I think paper goes by a little bit faster than online. Really? Sometimes. I guess it depends on who you're playing. Well, against. I'm just saying, like if you're playing the goalless mirror or the field of dead mirror, how long are those matches? Really, are, are they going to go? Oh yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, cause. I'm sitting there like playing against the guy. He's got a goalless out, and he still can't get his win cons going. And we're just sitting there girdling around a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I think it's whoever can get the most field of the dead copies of field of the dead on the battlefield. And I felt like I played against the uh, Galgari Adventure deck too. That deck's pretty sweet. I actually like that one. I, I beat it, 
but I felt like you know that was it was having some good synergies going on. Yeah, there. I like that. And one. some of the cars that we spoiled or that were spoiled that I thought were going to be good, I saw on that deck, and it actually turned out good. Yeah. Now some of these cars that I didn't think were going to see that much play, now they're seeing some play. Like which ones? Um, I mean, just any of those one ones that I never thought was going to see the light of day, just because of that adventure deck. Are some of those yeah. adventure cars how we talked about like they're medium, but they fit, oh, they slot yeah. into that deck, yeah, so they yeah, make yeah, them yeah. Be even better. Uh, which was the case, you know, we talked about if there is an adventure deck, these are going to see play. But if not, then they're kind of like medium cards by themselves. Yeah. Um, I actually didn't think Phil the Dead was going to be as relevant as it is now without Scape Ship and stuff like that. To be yeah. honest with you. Um, but it is everywhere. What cars, if any, have surprised you that you've seen that's going, you know what, that car is actually pretty good. Now, the giant car kind of spoke out to me. Like, I really was that kind of flew under the radar in the Ghoul deck. You know, there was one that I thought was going to be, you know, good, but it turned out to be really, really good. And that's Once Upon a Time. Yeah. Once Upon a Time has been, I mean, amazing. Yeah, I remember you, I think you sent it out to a group chat or something like that. I was like, this card's busted. Yeah, yeah. Well, it seemed like at first it was just going to be good, but after playing with it, it's, I mean, it's very, very, it allows you to keep, like, hands that you could never keep. Yeah, I think I saw a tweet of Kai Buddha actually keeping a no-land hand. Yeah, because it had yeah. once upon a time. I mean, that's yeah. crazy, man. I mean, think about it. In standard, I'm just going to keep a no-land hand. Yeah, I mean, I've been playing it um, a little bit of red-green, and sometimes you'll have just like two lands, and uh, once upon a time, and then like some twos, and a three, and you like play it on turn one, and you have like your one drop. Or you have a one-land hand, and you play it, and you get your land. Yeah. I mean, it's... Speaking of red green, that's the deck that I think I would, caught my attention first whenever I was first coming out, just checking deck list around. Because obviously, I kind of I do like to build my own stuff, but whenever I'm first starting out, getting back in the meta, I'm going to check out the deck list and see what's yeah, going on. Yeah, for sure. And and then this time around, I didn't have the resources like I had before, so I had to see what I had available yeah. to kind of build the decks that I wanted. And red green was kind of almost there, um, which I don't have the full version of the deck, you know. Yeah, um, Questing Beast is uh, really good against the of the deck. Yeah, well, I mean, just having that. The other thing is too with Oko, I feel like if you can get that four power out, then you're good to go. Like they can't steal your stuff. Like, like that's the number you want to be at. Yeah, I mean, he can't steal, but he's still just like so aggressive that. For sure, I'm not saying that's going to be a winner. I'm just saying like, if you can get to that power level, then you have a better chance. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, and that's one reason why I was telling you about the flyers is because. The, the ground's getting clogged up, man. You know, you get these food tokens, now they're three threes, right? Yeah. They come out and they're just clogging up the board. Like, I just, let me get four, four flyers and fly over the top. I See like what that. happens. Yeah, now. I like that. <laughs> um, I still need to tweet that thing out. I'm not going to give anybody a deck list now just because, for one, I haven't been playing as much as I need to. Uh, for two, it's not fine tuned whatsoever. It's like really rough right now. Right. Uh, once I get that thing solid, though. Then I'll let everybody know. I'll let you know first because I know we talked about it a little bit. Um, but what's your overall feeling about the standard meta right now? And how do you really feel like these bannings are going to go? Or what do you think feel like needs to be happening with this? You know, Field of the Dead, it doesn't seem like it would be that that bad when you just like kind of look at the card. Yeah. But from the results and seeing how many people are playing it with Dulles, I mean, it's... It's a lot of the meta, so I mean, it may get the band hammer. Do you think it should? No. Really? No. 
So do you like, I mean... I feel like there's ways around it. But my thing is, is I'm looking at this Mythic Championship, right? And that's supposed to be kind of a, a parameter of what the meta's like and what the best decks yeah. are and all this stuff, right? So I'm looking at this thing, and I'm seeing 33%, almost 34% Bank Golas, yep. 16% Simic Food, eight almost 9% Adventure, <laughs> almost 8% Bant Ramp, 9% Golas Fire, and 6% Goragra. I feel once you get past that 30% mark, something's going on. Just me playing Magic over the years, if there's a deck that's over 30%, I feel like oh, uh, yeah, there's yeah, something yeah. that needs to be I think looked it, at here. Yeah, I think it might get banned just because of how many people are playing it. Do I personally think it should get banned? Probably no, because I think there's just so many ways around it. So what do you, if any bannings happen, what do you think needs to be banned, if anything? Are um, you fine with the meta how it is right now? Um. Yeah, I mean, probably Field of the Dead. It kind of, to me, looking on the inside out right now, I feel like this standard's kind of boring. Yeah. I mean, just looking at it, I haven't got to play a ton of it. I'm just saying how it looks for me. It just kind of looks a little bit boring right now. It's not as boring as last season. That's for sure. (laughs) As far as, like, Getting what fill the dead everywhere is still around, and well, I mean, I, I felt like before I was so sick of like Nexus of Fate, and yeah, 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 for sure. And Esper Hero, and so I, yeah, I'm, I'm fine you're with fine with how it is, right? Yeah, now. I'm fine with how it is, and I'm not even playing, you know, fill the dead or Golas. I was playing red green. How do you feel about the red green? What deck does it remind you of that you played before? Is there a deck out there that's like is it super aggressive? Is is it yeah, mid range? No, 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 that's pretty aggressive. Like if you can curve out on it, like go one into two into three into four into five, like you're probably gonna win. So it's kind of like those draws that you used to get with the red green last season, where you would get like the uh, let's just say it's dinos, right? And you curve out into the raptor into this into that, you're probably winning the game. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> I, I like those style of red decks. Um, Probably where I'm going to start out at. I know our buddy Ben Danner, he got back into the arena not too long ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of yeah, the Mythic, yeah. Of yeah, the mythic with it. it. Um, shout out to Ben, too. He kind of messaged me. He was like, hey, man, want to get involved in the podcast and all that kind of stuff. I said, yeah, we're taking a break for right now. We're going to get season two popped off soon. Um, and really, it, I need to get my motivation back, man. I, at Vegas yeah. Vegas took it out of me, bro. We got to leave, leave that behind. <laughs> I know. I'm trying to get – I'm still I'm still recovering, people. <laughs> People in the airwaves right now, I'm still recovering from Vegas. I felt like Vegas just took me and got no lube, right? And I've just been sitting here like sitting on a donut for the past month because <laughs> I'm just tore up. All right. So I got to I gotta get my big boy pants back on, try to get back on the horse here and, and get it going, um, which I'm, I'm eventually going to, man. It's just one of those things where I think the uh, – the streaming, as far as magic goes, didn't really go as as how I envisioned or how I wanted it to. Um, Arena never went like I needed it to. Whenever I was mythic, I could never finish the deal. And then these past tournaments that we talked about, if you don't go prepare for these things now and you get these reps in and, and you you know do your homework, oh, yeah, it's not going to go off a of player skill and go win anything. No. So I think it's one of those things where I need to find the time for one. To actually go to these things and be prepared and, and feel like, hey, I won in this tournament today. I haven't since I got back. Honestly, man, I haven't had that feeling of I'm prepared now. 
I know I got a good chance to win this thing. I just been kind of going in like, hey, what's a good deck? Okay, a good deck would be like uh, they're all like all your tournaments are just like testing the waters. Yeah, 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 yeah. Kind of thing. yeah or uh, like uh, what's the deck that we took down to Tampa? Feather, feather. Like yeah. you know, I know that that's a good meta call, right? Because I'm just no, I know the format, but I didn't put the reps in with feather. You know, so um, we'll see kind of how that goes here. So, yeah, man. So, I mean, that's one thing that I haven't been able to do is actually get the time to play test like I need to um, settle down on a deck list and get the reps out. And that's kind of what I need to be doing if I want to get the results that I want. I mean, we all know that. Yep. So, I know you've been playing more modern. A little bit. Yeah, I've um, played a little bit of modern. Modern seems like you can play a lot of stuff right now. Dude, it's all over the place. So you look at this uh, last open, Gift Storm, first place, Drake Sesser. Second place, Amulet Titan, Will Polium. Amulet Titan, Zach Allen. Burn, Brian Carey. John Deathshadow, Jonathan Hobbs. Urza Ascendancy, Oliver Tomiko. Selesnia Eldrazi, Mr. Tan. Dredge, Alex Zorowski. Dredge is back. Dredge is back. It actually uh, put up a spot in the classic. Too. Yeah, top eight yep. classic. Um, and one of the new cards uh, is in there. Um, if you there's look a at there's it. a couple new cards that are falling into modern. Wow, once upon a time's in modern. Oko is seeing uh, some modern play. So the uh, Merchant of the Veil. Yep. And Dredge, and this is a card that I said I think this card can maybe see some Dredge play and take the spot. Uh, that was available in it. You know, so it's ba it's a creature with an adventure side. Um, you may discard a card if you do draw a card. It costs one mana. And then he's a 2-3 that costs three, but you have a mana sink for three mana. Discard a card, draw a card. Seems fine for me. Seems good in dredge. Um, now, does it have the power level that it once had? Probably not. But it's close. And that's all you really need in that one drop is be close. Yeah. Because I played the deck a lot, and I'm actually got a smile on my face because I'm getting excited. I'm actually going to be able to play this stuff again. Yeah, and people aren't playing as much graveyard hate as they used to. Yeah, and that's what makes the difference. You're not in a huge graveyard meta game, so now you can get away with having this as a one drop. Yeah, people aren't playing main deck surgicals or rest in peace or even jamming for rest in peace in their board. So I'm actually excited because I was like, damn, I just got Dredge and now I can't even play it anymore. Like, it's like it's one of those things, you know, when you buy something, yeah. and you're like, damn, I can't even can't even play the stuff anymore, you know? Um, Gift Storm, tell me a little bit about this deck. You know anything about this damn deck? Because I have not seen it before. Yeah, I mean, this deck really hasn't changed that much at all. Which I haven't been playing Modern as much, you know, so... Yeah, I mean, uh, Storm Shooters play a bunch of spells and then play Great Shot. So what the hell are they saying Give Storms for? Uh, Give some given. There it is. Got it. All right, that's what I figured, but I just wanted to make sure. So Storm, though, Storm, you know, I hadn't seen that many results with Storm past metas, and now that, it's coming back. That's kind of how Storm is. Storm will sneak up on yeah, you. Yeah, it's, it's kind of like Dredge. Nobody's expecting it. It'll come in Sniper Tournament. One of my favorite decks it. around, Amulet Titan. Yeah, coming through. Yeah, this is the one that um has added a place a playset of Once Upon a Times in the deck. Seems like it fits perfectly. Oh yeah. So you know, I mean, 
I think aiming the Titan's a hell of a deck. I think that if you can learn how to pilot it and you can learn all the interactions and you can be a master of the deck, you can go to any tournament and you can go winning at any moment. Oh, yeah. It's just so explosive. It's unfair. It's, it's To me, after watching somebody who knows what the hell they're doing with that deck, it's the most unfair in modern. Yeah, at the same time, though, I feel like you have to lose at least 20 times with that deck to win three times. Yeah, which is fine. Yeah. I mean, it's one of those things where, like, if you're starting out and you really decide that you want to pilot this thing, you just go through it, man. You yeah. take the lumps and bruises, you go through it, you watch videos of people playing it, you Learn look all, at like, all the, the forums, yeah, I the, mean, everything the you The tips, do. the tricks on how to, like, you know, play I think it's it. worth it. I think if you want to go learn how to do this deck, and you, you want to put the time and effort in, I think you go build it and it's worth doing, in my opinion. Because first of all, whenever somebody knows what they're doing, it just looks fun as hell. Yeah. It looks busted. If you don't, yeah, if you don't know what's going on, it looks confusing. I mean, I kind of... <laughs> so we're in, when I first got back in, and we're in Tampa, right? For, uh, what was it? The damn... Uh, the GP. GP. Yeah. And I got talked into playing modern. I really don't play modern. I'm like, cool, whatever. I'm playing Butter Knife, aka Bent Spirits. And started, I was doing fairly well, you know, starting out. I actually surprised myself. Well, then I'm going in to try to get that fourth win. I get paired with Amulet Titan. Me and you don't, you gave me the notes on what yeah. I needed. You know, I, I didn't have notes. I didn't know what the hell was going on. I'm just playing Magic. And uh, so I'm sitting there playing against this guy. And game one, I just straight up steamroll. I'm like, boom, boom, boom. I got all these fires out. I'm killing you real quick, right? I didn't know what the hell I was playing against. So I'm sitting there looking at my notes, and then you start, like, glancing over, and I'm looking at you like, well, we didn't have notes on this this deck here. And so um, I go there, and uh, so I go back looking at my damn notes, and I'm sitting there trying to glance over, like, what the hell is this dude playing? I have no freaking clue. So I board in. Um, like, I'm boarding in against Tron and, like, a mixture of Tron and Ad Nauseam or something like that. I forgot what it was. I just boarded in a mixture because I'm like, I don't really know. So, maybe I saw some artifact stuff, you know. And I'm almost considering not even sideboarding. Just going with my game one plan. Yeah, that would have probably been. All right. <laughs> so, I'm sitting there like, all right, whatever. I got game one. Let's just go, you know, do it. So, game two, all of a sudden, boom, bouncing lands, doing all this stuff. I'm like. Well, damn. Okay, let's go back to the drawing board. So then I obviously take off the stuff that I sided in and, and go to a better plan once I see what's going on. Probably not the most optimal plan, but a better plan because I'm like, know what I'm going against. Yeah. Well, then game three comes around. All of a sudden, I'm looking at a freaking Hornet Queen. And I'm looking at you, and you're just like, yeah, this game's probably over. Yeah. And I guess, didn't you tell somebody, a- like, yeah, he's playing against Amulet Titan. We didn't go over that. But once I saw that guy pilot that deck, and he wasn't even a great pilot of it. But once I saw it, I said, uh, I came back after that game. I was like, Jimmy, what the hell was he playing? Because I want to play that. Yeah, it's a busted deck. So I think that if you want to put the time and the resources in for Amulet Titan, I think you're going to be, you will fu- you will eventually get the payoff for that deck. I um, agree. You are a burn mage. Yep. So having burn in the top four, do you see anything that, uh, you're kind of like, oh, I don't know. I haven't tried that out yet. Or is this is this basically burn just a stock list now yeah, that yeah. this is what you go with? Oh, yeah, for sure. So, I mean, you're going four Goblin Guys, four Monetary Swiss Spears, four uh, Edelons, three Mountains, two Bloodstone Myers, one Fiery Eslet, 
four inspiring vantage, two foundries, two tarns, four sunbaked canyons, and two wooded foothills. Which I think having these uh, these lands where you can actually draw cards now. Oh yeah, the, for the deck. The horizon lands are such a, a huge addition to the deck. Have you got to put in uh, a lot of reps with this recently? No. Not really. Is this something that you would consider though if you're going to a tournament? Oh, I, oh I always consider burn. Always. Always. That's always in your back <laughs> <Yeah>. pocket. <laughs> then you got John Death Shadow with one of your buddies, Jonathan Hobbs. Um looks like Death Shadow our boy Gore Clan Rampager in. Yep. The one of. Shoot Ray, Tarmogoyf, Lily, and then you just got, you know, the Bobbles, Sassy Trevis, this member, Fatal Push, all that kind of stuff. Once upon a time seeing this deck as well. Yep. Um Tamir Battle Rage, Inquisition. I mean, I know, wasn't uh, Malone playing some of this, right? Yep. How did he like it after he was popping Yeah, he's, I mean, he's still a really big fan of the deck. And then what's up with all these Urza decks, man? You know a little bit more about it than me, but I see that there's different styles of this Urza deck here. Well, so, like, you got this Urza Ascendancy, and then, like, the Classic's got another Urza deck I want to talk about. They're basically just using a bunch of free spells to... Pump up their creatures with Jeskai Ascendancy. Mm-hmm. And Which is a card yeah. that, uh, that you love. Yep. I right. used to really be a fan of Jeskai. Jeskai so, Ascendancy. like, is this something that's kind of, like, uh, caught your eye since it's got those cards in it now? And you were already, you already a fan of the Urza deck. Oh, yeah. This is completely different. I, I feel like this deck works more of, a, like, on a combo. Yeah. And that's what I'm saying. So, angle. I kind of see... What this is going? This is Oliver Tomiko's list, and yep. I think Oliver is one of the better players out there, in my opinion. That's on that tour. Oh, for sure. Um, and I always like his insight of like how he sideboards things. I like how he game plans against his opponent. I feel like sometimes he just makes reads where some of the other people don't see. Um, so him playing this because he was on Dredge for a while, yep. but now he's on this and seeing in the top eight, seeing new cards like Jeskai Ascendancy kind of breaking out. And this format's kind of interesting to me. And I know this is the style of deck that you kind of like to play sometimes. Um, well, not so. See, when I played Ascendancy, I, I was playing like to- like a tokens version. Well, I mean, this has got Sahili in it. Yeah. I haven't, you know, I haven't actually seen this deck being played. Really? No. I've just looked at it. Because I didn't watch the, um, the Open this past week when I was working. Yeah, I didn't get to watch it at all either. Um... And the gist of it is, you got four Emery's, you got four Urzas, four Engineered Explosives, four Jeskai Ascendancies, and then you got like your Moss Amber's, Moss Opals. I mean, you're just doing a lot of stuff for free. Well, um, yeah, and then it, it plays the Paradoxal Outcome, so it, you bounce all the stuff back, you draw a bunch of cards, you recast it, yep. trigger Ascendancy a bunch of times, untap, you know, your guys are, you know, really big. And Keep drawing cards. In. Yeah. And Sahili's like pumping out little creatures for you as well. Um, Oko in the sideboard. Yep. Oko seeing modern play. And I know some people thought this card was going to be pretty good when it got spoiled. Some that people is, thought it was going to be trash. Yeah, that's for the uh, the mirror match because you can steal their Urza pretty easily. And you got like the game of it. Selesnia Eldrazi. Yep. Never seen it before. Um, not, uh... Or is this the one? This isn't the one yeah. that's got like the... Uh, the combo in it, right? Yeah. Yeah, I haven't seen this version of Eldrazi, to be honest with you. I'm always seeing, like, 
some of the other versions. Like yeah. Tron and all that kind of I stuff. I saw something similar to this a few weeks ago. Did you? Uh-huh. Is it usually, is it posting up results right now? Or is it just like one it's of those not, like... I, I mean, it's, it's, it's okay. It, 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 to me, it seems a lot like the other Eldrazi decks. Yeah. Well... They just have Stoneforge listed now. Yeah, and Stoneforge, you know, with its on banning, I don't think it necessarily has been too powerful for the format, but no, I think this, it's this fitting in very only, nicely. Yeah, this is the only, like, you know, Stoneforge deck that's in the top eight. Well, Stoneblade was seen in some action. Yeah, but they weren't really putting any top eight results up. Yeah, but I mean, you're seeing it like, this is what I'm saying. When Maybe like one or two here or there. You probably but... need to open up the banning list a little bit, right? Because Stoneforge, everybody and their mother screaming, why is it Stoneforge unbanned? It's not too powerful. And now you're seeing where, yeah, it's still a powerful card, right? When it works. But there's so many answers for it that oh, yeah, you're, not all... gonna, you're not just going to put a Stoneforge down and think it's going to be all gravy anymore. Oh, no, he's a lightning rod. He dies yeah. immediately. Which needs to be. Yeah. needs to die, because if you don't, you're probably going to win the game. Um, And then to round out that eight spot, man, you're looking at Dredge, which I'm kind of happy about. But you look at this top, like we're looking at the top 16 right now, and it looks like there's some pretty good diversity, man. Oh, yeah. yeah. Modern Green Tron, Azorius Stoneblade, Urza's Ascendancy. Yeah, Gordon's Death- Vengeance. Yeah, there. all that kind of stuff, so. Um, that's exciting, and if you uh, if you go look at the uh, the classic here, I mean, you got even more. Let's go back to the classic here, and um, Azorius Control, Amulet Titan, Urza Outcome. So, what's the difference between the Urza deck that we just talked about and Urza Outcome? Um, because this is still oh, no, wait, just it, it, oh yeah yeah it's basically the same deck so why is there different names of it like what's the whole, whole deal I'm not sure why alright so it's basically that's this is where the Urza deck has basically transformed to from where it was whenever we were talking about modern last season I guess uh, whenever your boy Gak was running around yeah <laughs> um, and then you got Dredge top 5 Urza Outcome Jund and Dredge top 8 two Dredges in the top 8 of the classic that's exciting for me and they're the same yeah, man. list, too. It's back. So, I'm excited about that. Azorius Control, to me, seems super good right now. I mean, generally, I would say don't play that deck because it's not busted. But this is like a busted version of it. Yeah, Mystic Sanctuary, the new land that came out that allows you to put an instant or sorcery back on top of your library has made it. I didn't realize that you could fetch it up. Yeah, because it's an island. Yeah. <laughs> and then you get... Um, Terminus and Entry to Angels, which is exciting for me because I've always been a Terminus guy. I hate... Terminus is a love-hate relationship for me. If I'm not playing it, I absolutely hate the card. Because I'm playing a creature deck and I'm like, I got this dude on the ropes, he's about to die, and guess what he does? He flips over a Terminus yeah. like last minute and he One white starts stabilizing. Uh, but if I'm playing the card, I'm like, I always know I got a chance. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it's one of those things. And then Treat the Angels is a card that I love. I've always loved playing it. Um, anytime that you can get 4-4 Flying Angels, I'm a big fan of it. Especially whenever you Miracle Off. I mean, I've played this thing in Standard and in Modern before. And it's just one of those cards that is a pet like favorite of mine. Not necessarily super, super powerful to some people. But I just, you just like it. I just like it. Yeah. I, I just like I the flavor of it. I like the art behind it. I love how, you know... 
the miracle, like even if I do it for four, I'm still getting two four four flyers, which I love. And in a modern format where a lot of people are relying on lightning bolt type effects, having that four body to me seems really, really good. So this is a this is a deck that I think that I have pretty much everything to build. So you'll probably see me sleeving this deck up to try it out. With um, some dredge. Yeah, with some dredge and then uh see where I go from there. I mean, Jessica, the, the Urza deck's probably a deck that I'm not going to try just because it's not my style. I'm not really a combo type player, to be honest with you. Um, now, do I need to sleeve it up and do I need to get some reps with it and against it? Yes. If I want to be successful because I need to know how people are trying to play. Oh, yeah, for sure. That, that's one that you definitely need to test against if you're going to a good tournament. Um, and then it looks like John. I mean, John's just sitting there doing John things, right? Running, sixing it up still and lilies and... This one's got a pension fix in it, which yeah. is a little bit different. Um, Cole against Command, which I told you was probably going to be seeing more play now since Stoneforge is in the format. Because you got to get rid of them better skulls, baby. You got to yeah. find something to do with it. Um, so, I mean, yeah, looks like John's doing John's things. Ashiok's finally seeing some play in the sideboard, which I think has been needed to be done. Yeah, especially in modern. So, and, I mean, Ashiok needs to be seeing play in standard and modern to me right now. From just looking at the list, like if people's going to be doing the land thing and they're going to be doing all this other stuff, throw you some Ashiok's in there. Yeah, they're, they're they ain't searching, searching nothing up. <laughs> so how do you feel from, we were at a state in modern, okay, where I was excited about it. I got into it. I'm dredging it up. I'm doing my thing. I'm learning about the format more, getting better at the format. And then we had Hogat come through. And Hogat just came in and wrecked the whole scene, right? Yeah, we all got tired of playing modern. We didn't even Vegas. We didn't even consider playing in any modern events because we didn't feel like dealing with the crap. Hogat gets the ban hammer, right? We're hoping that that helps modern get to a better place. We still got concerns, right? Um, but they did make a couple other bannings. What was the other bannings that they did? Faithless living. Yeah, faithless living is a big one. So you get those cards gone, and now we're in this format. And this is where modern's at right now. Modern is your favorite format to play. Yeah, I really so like how it. do you feel where yeah, it's at? Yeah, yeah, right I really like where modern's at right now. I feel like I feel like you can play anything you want. So if you're playing in a tournament, say you're going tomorrow, are you gonna go on this weekend or whatever? Right. And it's a big tournament that you prepared for, that you're excited about, and you just feel like you wanna have a chance to win this thing, okay? You got three decks that you're gonna try to take. You're going to try to get all the reps you can in with them. You're going to do your thing. Which three decks do you think right now is for me? I'm probably playing Burn, Blue-White Control, or Just Guy Control, somewhere along those A lines. A Control Shield. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Somewhere along those lines. Or... The third one. What's the third one? I mean, obviously, uh, I think the Urza decks look really good because they're showing up. But you know, I was thinking about uh, Bant Spirits here recently because it's more of a mid range yeah. format now. So I thought that I haven't. I played it a little bit last night. I ran it through a league. I just went three and two, nothing special, but it felt pretty good. Well, and the games I lost to were to like very strange decks, like Mono Red Prism and mm-hmm. a Dragon's deck. But then I beat like Tron and Blue Light Control and Devoted Druid. Yeah. Like, the decks I beat were real decks, and then... Well, like, one thing I'm looking at, man, <laughs> is that, you know, that banning of Faithless Looting, everybody says, oh, it's going to kill Dredge, it's going to kill Dredge. Well, I don't know if it's going to kill Dredge, because you still got some things you can do. What it looked like it did, is I ain't seeing no Phoenix around. 
None. No I'm talking Phoenix. about no Phoenix. Yeah. That there is no Phoenix anywhere around. So you're telling me that one car was the thing that made that whole dent? Pretty close. Because, I, I mean, yeah, it was better when it saw the Faithless Looting Man, but it still had some good things going on. Has nobody wanted to even try it to try to get it right? Or is it just like one of those things where... Maybe people have tried it and just said The work. power level's just not going to be there regardless. Yeah. That's interesting, man, that there's literally no Phoenix. <clears throat> so, speaking of events and stuff, what's next on the horizon, man? Um, I've been kind of out in the loop a little bit. I know there's some things going on. Well, there's Atlanta. There's the Modern Open at Atlanta in Atlanta at the end of this month, the end yeah. of October. And then the Invitational is... Which you're qualified for. Yeah. And you're still uh, planning on going? Yes. It's November 17th. Middle of November. Alright. Wait, and you know that format yet? What is it going to be? It's standard and modern. Standard and modern. Yeah. Got to get your reps in. Yes, I do. I'm looking at you and I'm like, if it was happening pretty soon, you wouldn't be ready. Yeah, well, I always got a burn in my back pocket. <laughs> Nothing changes. <laughs> so, alright, so you're going to Richmond right now. What are you bringing standard-wise? Uh, probably red-green. Red-green? Yeah. So you're going to go aggressive-aggressive. Yeah, that's what you're doing. You're rolling yeah. with it. We're burning the world down. And if, you're rolling, <laughs> if you're running hot, then you're good to go. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, um, another thing is you're finally about to get into Mythic. Yeah. Right? Well, I'm not about to get into Mythic. I'm, I'm out of gold. We'll say that. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were in the, like, the step before Mythic. No, no I'm in Platinum. Okay. So no. you got to get a Diamond. Right? Yeah. 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 So you finally get out of gold. My man's on his journey to Diamond. It finally ain't me going through this journey right now. Yeah. So I'm, I'm excited to I hear what I Jimmy's going to say. Yeah, that's the biggest thing, man. I mean, we, get, we had guys, and we love the podcast. Like, we actually love doing this. But we are having so much personal stuff going on right now. Jimmy's trying to get the house set up, right? Yep. Your uh, Uncle Ernie's is coming back. Yep. You know, I got the baby coming. I'm trying to get my house right and all this stuff kind of I'm stuff. Trying to get man. a car. I mean, it's and just I mean, like there's so much stuff going on where we're like, okay, our schedule was going great how it was, and then it kind of got shook up just a little bit. And anything in life, man, when you talk about having a schedule, you're always going to be more productive. Like if you write it down and you go by your schedule and you do all this stuff, and then once you start losing that, that's whenever you start losing what you're doing. Yep. And so that's why we decided to take a little break here. You know, season one was great. Appreciate all you guys that tuned in and listened. Appreciate our sponsors, uh, GNG. We got some cool stuff coming through the ropes with Tommy still. Um, finally got their team jerseys made. They look damn good. I checked them out. Um, and it's got our logo on the back of them. You know, so we get that hooked up. And then I think it's really up to us of how we're going to go forward and start playing some magic, more magic, man. Yeah, I'm ready. Once everything, all, all the dust kind of settles and I get some normalcy back in my life. It'll be yeah, a lot for sure. It'll be and a lot, lot of people don't know we were affected by a Category 5 hurricane, okay? And it's been a year. Yeah. And all this stuff still ain't fixed. That's yeah, crazy. And it's still jacked up around here. And a lot of people from different areas and different states have forgotten about that. But literally, man, there's a tarp on my house still right now. You know, Jimmy's allergies come in here. I'm already messing so, up. They're so bad. My <laughs> eyes are burning inside my house, bro. Like, and this is a, a rant off of magic, but this is why, guys. I'm just telling y'all, right. I'm trying to be transparent here. Is there's still personal stuff going on after this storm? It's been a year. 
Like that's literally, o- little, literally over a year now. So it's crazy to me um, how things are going on, and then just trying to balance everything, man. I definitely came into magic to get back into magic. I don't want to give it up. I'm never going to give it up again, like I did last time. My cards are still sitting there. Still got arena up. It's updated, ready to go. It's just trying to get to. I know what you got to do to get to a certain level. Yeah. And like it's I feel committing to that. Yeah, and, and like it's sometimes a, it's, a big it's like going to the gym. Yeah. You know, <laughs> it really is. It's like okay, I know what I got to do because I mean, personally, I've lost sixty pounds before, before I got married, and I committed myself every day to doing it. And magic's the same way, man. Yeah. If you want to be successful, you got to commit yourself to the process. And I'm trying to figure out: Do I have the time to commit myself to the process, or do I just really need to look at it and go, you know what, man, it's fun to you. Just have that mindset that you're going to go play some games on the, on the computer. You'll have some decks themed up and, and go have fun, which is a hard mindset for me to have. Me too. Because I'm, very I'm competitive. so competitive, yeah, man. Yeah, me too. Um, and I hate losing. I hate it with a passion. And I feel like if I want to do something, I don't really like to half-ass anything. Like, right. I really don't. And I feel like if I had the mindset of, let's just go have some fun playing some magic, I'm half-assing it because <laughs> we have been competitive before. You know, and I've had tournament results, and I've done this, done these things, and so that's kind of where I am in life right now. With and my magic life is, can I find the time? Because I can't make the time, but there's going to be sacrifices to be made. All right, is it is it worth it for that? And I got to come up with it. Is it? And that's kind of where I'm at right now because I don't know. I have fun playing the game, but I don't know. It's like bowling. All right, I used to bowl in a league, right? I hate bowling. Bowling was fun for me. But then I started getting better at bowling. And I got my own bowling balls and my bag and my shoes and all that kind of stuff, right? And so now if I go bowling, I can't just go have fun bowling. Because I've bowled 200 plus games. You know, I've won, you know, trophies and stuff like that doing it. And now it's like, hey guys, y'all want to go get some food and go to the bowling alley? I'm like, yeah, but then I got to break out my, my my bag, my balls, all that kind of stuff. I can't just go get the, the, the bowling ball that's sitting there at, at, at the lanes, you know. And Magic's kind of the same way for me. Like, I feel like I can't just go to an F&M and be like, let's go have some fun and sing some cardboard because I've known what it's like to play competitive. If that makes any sense. No, I mean, no, it does for sure. And when I tell you, you don't ever have to worry about going bowling with me. <laughs> Alright, what do you not like? What do you not like? What do you not like uh, more now? Bowling or gambling? Oh, bowling for sure. So you're still in on the casinos? Oh, yeah. I'm out. I can't do it anymore. <laughs> After we left Vegas, you were talking about I'm never going back to a casino in my life. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're past that now. <laughs> We're so fun. <laughs> oh, I can't do the slots, bro. I'm sitting there, like, and y'all know I've talked to you a little bit about this, but I do some uh, GTA 5 RP, right? And so we just got a casino in, and I'm the owner of the casino. So I'm sitting there playing the slots, and I'm, I was like, this is just like freaking Vegas. I'm going to be making a lot of money because nobody's winning this shit. And I'm sitting there playing the little slot, and I was like, I hate these damn slots. And I did it in my uh, my voice that I do on there, so I'm sitting there like, yeah, I hate these damn slots right here. My damn friend Jimmy Smith, that some bitch got me in there and I just lost my ass in Vegas. That some of a bitch. That, that's my trip Cassie voice, by the way. <laughs> so I'm sitting there like even on online, 
doing it. I'm having flashbacks. I'm about to like fall out of my damn chair, just having flashbacks of Vegas and the damn uh, Excalibur. Ugh. Oh yeah, I got a I got a slot machine game on my phone. Ugh. Get it away from me. I don't even want to see it. Speaking of some different things, man, I know we are doing a magic podcast here, so that's what we kind of want to focus on. But some exciting news in the gaming world is Red Dead Redemption 2 is coming out on PC. I never played it. I've heard from a lot of different people that it's really good. Probably one of my favorite games to play ever, man. So I'm super excited about that. And one reason I'm excited is because the servers that we're playing now on GTA, so how we do the RP style, they're actually going to do Red Dead style too. So you're going to be able to go back in the Wild Wild West and have like these RP scenarios and create a character and go through this whole process like that. And the map's way bigger and it's different cities in the map. So you're going to have different mayors and you're going to have all this stuff. It's going to be pretty badass. I wonder what I would do if I was, if I was in, you know. Well, I mean, you said you'd be a serial killer if you were playing. Yeah, in GTA. Yeah. I don't know if I'd want to do that. Maybe I'd be a bartender and no, I'm a bartender in real life. Yeah, you could be a bounty hunter. You could be a Oh, damn, yeah, yeah, uh, that sounds fun. That sounds I fun. I mean, you could be a damn, uh, <laughs> they had, like, Jack the Ripper style. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, you could do something like that. <laughs> I mean, Jimmy's a psycho guy. If you ever see Jimmy Smith <laughs> in a magic tournament, do not go in a dark alley alone <laughs> with this guy. I mean, you should see the damn books this bitch reads. <laughs> I mean, he's reading about serial killers and murderers and loves all the movies, but he won't watch Dexter. Like, Dexter's one it. of my favorite damn it. shows of all time, and Jimmy's like, I can't get into it. But he loves serial killer stuff. I watched the first three seasons. I know. Four seasons. It makes no sense how you didn't like it. No sense at all. It, it, and it, anybody out there who's watched Dexter and enjoyed it, just next time you see Jimmy out in a tournament, say, just look at him like real funny. Be like, you don't like Dexter? Are you serious right now? But you're playing Butter Knife? <laughs> but uh, I'm I'm ready, kind of re- getting ready to get back into it, man. Like I told you, Ashley, I I didn't play the arena for a while, like what since Vegas, and I actually played the other day. So I mean, it's just little baby steps getting back into it. Yeah, we, and we might hit Atlanta. In, yeah, in what two weeks? Yeah, we'll have to see how that goes. Kind of see where I'm at. Mister IRS man's coming after me. A bit, so. <laughs> we'll see how much Uncle Sam needs. That's going to be the pen on my trip, <laughs> yeah. or not. So we'll see how that goes. But uh, Yeah, I haven't decided yet if I'm going or not. I'm kind of excited, like, still got the cards, still, I, I mean, I got enough trade bait, I think, to get what I need if I want to play some cards. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. So um, it's just like committing to the whole arena scene, all that kind of stuff. And I've been trying to watch some streams online, to be honest with you, but I'm like, it's man, I, can't, I cannot watch this shit. Yeah. Like, and that's what I've never got. I never got like these guys. That, there are some good ones. Don't get me wrong. Like if, if you, a good one to watch to me is Asian Avenger. All right, you watch him. He's on the MTG, MTG Goldfish. You know he does that kind of podcast and stuff. He's really cool dude. It seems like down to earth personality. He always makes the game feel exciting. And all that I like BBD. BBD makes a lot of puns. He makes yeah, me yeah. laugh. And, and so there are some good ones, man. But then you're watching some of them, and it's like, dude. And it's the same thing I got told to me. Like it's not. <laughs> This game is just hard to watch on yeah. on Twitch. It's hard to watch on the stream. And I mean, dude, I mean, I'm dressing up. I'm trying to have fun. I'm popping some cold beers. I'm just trying to sing some cardboard and stuff. And it just wasn't getting there, man. It didn't, and, and getting in Mythic every month, like playing it, playing it, man, doing my thing, you know, winning. And it's just like, dude, even 
I would watch some of my videos and be like, man, this is kind of hard to watch. <laughs> like, and it's not me. It's just like, if I don't understand what the hell's going on here, then oh, no, it's no, just kind of boring. And somebody who's never played GTA before, they can watch GTA and be entertained. Yeah, yeah, for you sure. Know, somebody who doesn't understand magic can't sit there and watch magic and be entertained. For sure. And so, I think the burnout kind of hit me because we came in real hard. Like, I would do that. I mean, how many matches did I tell you I played on Arena? Like, almost right. three grand. Almost 3,000 matches of Arena played. That was more than Jerry Thompson. You know what I'm saying? So, I was putting in the work and the effort and doing all that kind of stuff. And I was getting results with it. You know, yeah, yeah, pretty yeah. Damn good. Yeah, you hit nothing every time. And helping other people getting there, too. Like, Zach was watching stream, helping them a little bit. And Zach started getting better, and he was playing, and he actually got into the tournament. You know, so it's like one of those things where I was putting the effort, didn't get to see the paper results as much because I think that I just never settled on a deck. Like I was making an audible like last minute, you know, because the meta was changing so damn much because the standard was so wide uh -huh. and there was so much variance in it. So I think the burnout just kind of hit me, man, after the Vegas trip because I honestly, I was expecting that trip to be so much damn fun. And I got so disappointed in the whole experience and it started with me being sick. Yeah. So I'm not blaming everything on that. I'm just saying from that point of being sick to what Vegas was at the point, like I was just expecting so much more out of that trip because we had saved up money, had plans, and our plans kind of fell through. And you weren't, we weren't winning either. Like you yeah. got to be winning to have some fun. Like it was just like taking L's everywhere. Like, like it was like Santa Claus was in Vegas with a bag and he was like, ho, 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 bitches, here's your L's. Hold them. Keep holding them. And so I'm like, damn, I told Jimmy, I was like, dude, I ain't never lost more of my damn life than this week. I mean, yeah. I'm taking the, the health L, <laughs> yeah. I'm taking the wallet L, I'm taking the magic L. I mean, everything we did in Vegas was a straight up L, except yeah. for my homeboy that was sitting on the uh, the uh, the walkabout there selling waters for a dollar. I was like, that's the best them do in Vegas. Yeah. I can't believe nobody ain't buying that ice cold water right now. Try to go get an ice cold water out of vending machine looking at the five spot. Yeah, I'm like, let me go ahead and get five. <laughs> <laughs> so, and then you started getting sick. Yeah. Like at the end, it was like the plane ride had my damn ears jacked up. I mean, it was just everything, man. And I came back and I was just kind of burnt, bro. And so now it's just like, can I get back in the mindset of like. Yeah, you are healed now. I know. I know it's time to get healed. back up there. I know. I got to have my stories of like arena and what I like in the meta and all this kind of stuff. And uh, honestly, I ain't got nothing for nobody right now. I'm trying this blue white flyers deck. If it was me, I'd probably get on the red green aggro train with you because I kind of like what I saw in the deck. And the green black adventure deck looked fun to play whenever I was playing against it. Golo seemed boring as hell to me. I probably would not yeah. play it. <laughs> like it just did. I'm going to be honest with you. I love watched it. And some people probably love it. They probably are in love with it. I'm sitting there playing it, and my match is taking forever because this dude's dirtling around. I'm like, can I just kill him, please, you know? And it just looked so boring to me. It just did. And then I was like, uh, do I feel like, uh, let me just exit out of here after I go <laughs> Let me exit right, that out. That damn shuffler, let me exit out. Oh, well, yeah, the shuffler kind of got me, too, and I was playing red-green, so I was like, oh, it's still the same again. Um, and I played Dota Underlords, too. Our Dota, Dota Underlords, I'll play that as well. And that's a pretty cool-ass game. It's like an auto-chess game where it's, it reminds me a lot about, like, if you're drafting in Magic because you got to get these characters and they all have different synergies and you got to kind of build a deck, so to speak, 
and then you go against somebody else, like on the chessboard, and your and your guys attack each other and all that kind of stuff. I like to play it. It seemed seemed pretty interesting. Um, And that just got a big patch and a big update, so I'm like kind of delving in a lot of stuff, man. Like I gotta, and I know what magic is. If you want to be good in it, you gotta like. This is what I'm doing. Yeah, you gotta put in the the work for sure. And so it's one of those things where got to get back into it. I got the cards for a reason. So, and I know that our local shop's doing some kind of thing now where they're doing more like prize oriented stuff. So yeah, that's they're trying to get more cool. competitive. Um, so we'll be doing some of that, and then uh, we'll go from there, guys. But this is going to be season two. I'm excited. We didn't ever get our damn guests like we wanted to in season one. So we, we're going to try to get them scheduled up here in season two, get them going. I'm not going to promise shit because last time I did, I look like a dumbass for it. Um, but I definitely want to get the uh, the guest on because I want to get different perspectives of people who's playing hardcore magic right now, which I'm not able to do at this moment, but I'm going to be trying to do again in the future. So we get some guests on there. I'm definitely going to have questions about the format stuff because I want to see what's going on with it. I'm always magic is always going to be a part of what I'm doing because it's been a part of my life for them twenty years, and so I'm always looking at it, reading articles, seeing where things are at. You know, I just haven't got to play as much as I want to. So I'm getting. I'm, yeah, even when I'm on a break, I feel like I still I'm still in it. Yeah, yeah, for sure, hundred <laughs> percent. You're always going to be like, okay, this looks pretty interesting, and then something to catch your eye, like a new set or something like that, will yeah. pop up. You're and like, you're oh, like, I got to well, get yeah. in here. <laughs> <laughs> like whenever Ravnica was there, I was like, oh, we're back in Ravnica. You know, yeah. it's time. You know, I, I kind of want to play. And then you came back, and I'm like, oh yeah, now it's definitely. Yeah, Adam was like kind of out, and the War of the Spark came out, and it's like a Planeswalker set. Yeah, and then he's like, I'm in. What's he doing now with the arena? What's he playing? It's a different, it's a different flavor of the, of the day. <laughs> Every day is a different flavor. Uh, I'm playing uh, four color planeswalker control. Yeah, something along those lines. So, but yeah, guys. So we're back, season two. If y'all want to see some different things on uh, the podcast, y'all please let us know. Um, y'all should be able to see the uh, the GNG team representing the top deck podcast now coming soon. The jerseys look sweet as hell. I'm not gonna lie. Um. Definitely noticeable because it's got that black with that green on there. They look good. And uh, we'll see what we can do with giveaways and stuff like that. Get the guest on. But I do appreciate everybody who has listened so far. And, yeah, me uh, too. I appreciate it, guys. Really want y'all to stay with us because we got some exciting stuff planned up and some guests planned up. Hopefully, we are still going to be on our journey to uh, get to this damn Mythic Championship, man. Just got to get the mindset right. We're going to do it. Got to get the mindset right, baby. That's right. I got to get back in the gym, back slinging cardboard, <laughs> and then hopefully, like, call my ass out next week. If I hadn't played any magic, call my ass out. All right. I'm talking about Jimmy <laughs> Smith, call my ass out. I'm talking about everybody listening to the podcast, call my ass out. Be like, what the hell, Salty? How come you ain't playing magic right now? You're a scrub. Like, get me fired up. Because anytime somebody says I can't do something, then, you know, like, if you say you can't get in Mythic anymore, then it's going to be like, uh, let me get back in now. <laughs> I got to get some motivation. You know what I'm saying? I need some motivation. Especially uh, with a new, well, I probably will play more Magic with a newborn coming around. Because I ain't going to be able to do nothing else. That's right. So I'll be sitting here slinging some cardboard with little Riley on my lap. Yep. Hopefully she ain't crying. Hope she don't <laughs> got colic. Because your boy's already got some gray hair coming through. I don't need any more right now. But, uh, yeah, guys, that's going to be episode one, season two. Appreciate you guys tuning in. We will see you all next week. This is Jesse, a.k.a. Salty J, and two for one. Y'all have a good weekend. Thanks, guys.
crowd is Come on, Zach.